Welcome to episode 379 of the show. Before we begin, I'd like to apologize. The last episode was uh, about 20 minutes. And um, looking at the draft of what I would like to critique here, I think today's episode is also going to be another 20-minute episode or maybe even more. And then uh, today's episode is going to be all over the place, so I suspect that you get a pen and a paper um, ready if you are interested in email marketing because I have I received tons of uh, peop- um, tons of emails from people trying to sell me stuff, and I always uh, I respond to a few, but then most of them I keep because I think that they're useful examples to us over here on the show about what it is that we should not be doing if we're going to use email for uh, sales and marketing. Um, Yeah, so how is that relevant to those of us who are over here on the podcast, to the audience over here? Or for those of you who are not uh, from a wedding and event space, uh, then um, it's obvious, you know, why you need email marketing. But in case that there are people here in the wedding and the event community who think that email uh, marketing or using email is a non-starter for us, I'd just like us to consider that the marketing landscape changes all the time. And so sometimes we have to look for new and um, innovative ideas to reach out to our client base. Now, um, email marketing, email prospecting might not be innovative in other uh, businesses because people have been doing them for decades. But in the wedding space, having a uh, dedicated and set-aside email campaign where you're trying to build email lists to keep in touch with potential brides and grooms or other stakeholders is kind of a new thing. And in fact, um, there's a friend of mine who I've mentioned, I've spoken about on the podcast, Laura Michael Phillips, who's partly responsible for the beginning of this podcast because uh, she's one of the people who challenged me to uh, put my knowledge um, out there. Well, first of all, by teaching her own students in her uh, wedding planning academy. I think it's Wedding Planning Academy NG or something like that. So she's part of the reason why I have this um, podcast. And uh, her and her husband, they own a, um, what's it called, an SMS marketing platform. And they've been getting some useful results there, although not for the wedding business, but for other businesses uh, that they run. So bottom line, I'm just trying to say that um, it's not just bridal shows that are the only options out there for us. Um, there's email and there are ways that people in other industries, um, other segments are using um, SMS and email to grow their business. So eventually, we're going to start uh, using these things in the wedding space. So I figure you might as well get a handle on it before uh, that I comes and start doing the uh, research. And then... Um, worst case scenario, if you still are not convinced that you can use email as a marketing tool in the wedding and the event industry, then just remember that at the very least, we exchange emails with our brides and our grooms or um, whoever it is that we're talking to to cover uh, some other wedding, birthday party or whatever. So we do exchange uh, emails. And so all these episodes where I talk about um Email will come in handy because uh, even if they don't go into an overall marketing plan that you have, they'll help to make sure that when you send emails to your uh, potential clients, that the emails are nice and tidy and also um, effective. And similar to all those other episodes that I have spoken about, uh, the right way to use LinkedIn and stuff like that, is also because even though we're in the uh, event space and primarily we're dealing with brides and grooms, 
we also have to network reach out to other professionals and stuff like that and so that's why the LinkedIn uh, tips come in handy so it is not out of place uh, for me to be talking about email LinkedIn and uh, SMS and stuff like that on a podcast that is primarily directed towards uh, personal selling which is the art of carrying out conversations with potential clients and moving things from step A to B to C until uh, when they uh, pay the deposit, they get happy and then they come back and bring their friends, family and associates. So now with the preamble out of the way, let's launch um, straight in. So this is an email that I received and um, it says, it starts off, uh, I'm wondering if I should read the whole thing and then critique it or just critique as I go along. Okay, I think I'll just critique as I go along. Okay, so it starts off with here there. That's the um, the heading. Now, oh sorry, not the heading. That's the greeting. Now I know that the person prob- uh, probably did this because they were trying to be um, relatable and approachable or something. And um, whether it's effective, I don't know. I guess it depends on the context. But uh, traditionally, in traditional sales circles, we like to keep the greetings. Um, appropriate to what the customer would expect so if you don't think the customer is going to be expecting you to say um hey out there because you guys are not familiar then uh perhaps you should look for some other um some other some other way of uh, starting off with your uh, salutations although something that i do for people who email me first is i just pretty much stick to the um to the tone that they set in their own email. So if a bride uh, sends me an email and she starts off with hi, then I know that, okay, future emails, I can hi it or hey or hello or um, whatever. So hey there, let's keep it uh, appropriate. So hey there, are you currently looking for guests for sales for the Nigerian wedding industry? Um, good thing that she starts off the email um, with a question. Uh, and yes, it's a she who was uh, a female that was sending that sent me this email. So it's a good thing that she started off um, the question um, because if you remember from previous episodes, I always talk about how in conversations we want to use lots of questions so we get the other person drawn in and the other person uh, participating. And it works especially for emails if you have pointed, strong and direct questions there because then there is a prompt for the person to reply because there's something that they need to respond to. Otherwise, if you send an email that's just a block of text without any questions or any call to action, it's easy to just ignore because by ignoring, you are not uh, running foul of anything. Now, the mistake, however, that this individual made and the mistake that lots of people who try to use email to make a sale make is that they they overload it with too uh, many stuff. Think about email as um, a conversation because whatever it is that we do, whether it's SMS or in person or over the phone, what we should be aiming for is something conversational. Uh, so if this first email had just been here, there, are you currently looking for guests for the sales for the Nigerian wedding industry? Uh, question mark and she left it at that. That also would have been a fruitful email because I could reply, no, thank you. And then you know that there's no point in following up with me because I am not looking for guests for the show. And you have saved yourself all the stress of sending follow-up emails, which this individual did. So if they just left it at <clears throat> one paragraph. And then if I had said yes, then that is an invitation to uh, respond with follow-up emails and go into more um, details about uh, what the offer is. And so for those of us who are, um, how does this apply to uh, those of us in the wedding and the event space um, talking to our clients? 
If you're going to send emails, keep them short and straight to the point. Uh, the question seeking for feedback is good, and that helps direct the flow of the email. But if you're going to send a wall of text, and this email is one, two, three, four, with a list. Let me count the list as five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, twelve paragraphs. So this was a twelve paragraph email. And yes, you guys heard me correctly. It was a twelve paragraph email. We already uh, complain in Nigeria over here that our brides and our grooms um, do not read email because a lot of you are frustrated that you send over the contract um, uh, via email and they say oh everything is cool and then they hit respond but then clearly they didn't read the email and they didn't download the um, attachment and they didn't read that either and then there's a quarrel later on and you say oh our, our brides and grooms don't read so knowing now that people do not read um, in detail people skim why would you send a 12 paragraph email trying to solicit for business or to try to promote yourself so please let's keep it short there's no need for 12 paragraphs at all there's no need for 12 paragraphs okay and then she moves into my name is blah 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 i am the executive director for blah 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 and blah 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 i facilitate their pr guest appearances on talk shows workshops speaking engagements and podcasts i strongly believe they would add great value to your show uh then she goes on um okay should i use their real names hmm. okay anyway so she goes on let's just say a and b because she has referred to her bosses uh in the email so we'll call them a and b okay so a and b both own two of the most successful photo and video agencies in the southeast usa and are the co-owners of oh the business name gosh hmm. okay let's call the business name uh sprout so a and b um both own two of the most successful photo and video agencies in the southeast usa and co-owners of sprout which is a human-centered digital outreach agency with offices in blah 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 and blah 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 and the co-anchors of the popular podcast blah 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 both are largely considered two of the most influential digital creators in the industry they mix an efficient blend of content savvy with the relentless creative lavishness and depth of imagination to serve up an inspiring brand community and um if you've been listening and you're kind of lost then you know it goes uh, straight to the heart of kind of what i'm um, alluding to over here so you have sent an email to me because you're trying to pitch something to me. So technically speaking, shouldn't the focus of the email be about me and what it is that I want? Because you're reaching out to try and promote something and you're saying, hey there, are you looking for guests for sales for the Nigerian wedding industry? And then they've gone on and on about, about, oh, this is me. I'm so cool. This is what I do. I'm so great. I have this many offices. This is my VP. This is my Oga. This is my Madame. This is my this. This is my Adam. Um, I have efficient blend of this, this, creative lavishness, blah, 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 inspiring brand community, on and on and on and on and on. And loads of paragraphs. And... And surprises me that people send out these things and expect their email campaigns to be effective. If you're sending an email to the bride because you're trying to draw more business and this is what your opening paragraph looks like. Hello, are you currently looking for a wedding planner? My name is so, so, so and so of Kemi Wedding Planners, LLC. And we are the best of this and this and this. We have appeared on so, so, so and so on talk shows, workshops, speaking engagements, podcasts. We will add value to your wedding. 
um, we are the owner of this agency and we do this, this, this. We have creative flair and lavishness and depth of imagination and inspiring brand this and blah, 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 and on and on and on. The bride is not reading all this crap. She is not going to pay attention. It's just open, skim, and then delete. Because what does all that have to do with her? When we're trying to chase someone down, whether on the phone or whether over email or SMS, let us pretend and try and make it about them. So you reach out, you send the email. Uh, let's say somebody gave you the bride's uh, email address and say, uh, okay, my girl, Kemi is getting married. Why don't you email her? If you're going to use what these people sent as a template, then just start off. Hi there. Are you currently looking for a wedding planner? Uh, question mark. I got your number from Kunle. Uh, sorry, I got your email address from Kunle. No, sorry, no, the other way around. Hey, are there? I got your ad email address from Kunle. Are you, are you currently looking for a wedding planner? Question mark. And then full stop. That's the end of your email. Let's make this thing a conversational salvo. And then full stop. You leave it there. All the other stuff about the name of your agency, how great you are, the shows you have appeared on, the, your workshops, your speaking engagements, um, your podcast, uh, what else, the different offices that you have, your creative flair, your lavishness, your imagination, your everything and all whatnot. All that is a subject for another email. Right now, it's, it's, it's probably not going to impress um, the bride. So we're trying to figure out if they're interested. Hi there, I got an email from Susan. So are you interested? Are you looking for a wedding photographer? Are you looking for a uh, wedding planner? And question mark. And then that's it. The person is either going to respond yes or no. If they respond no, then you know that, okay, um, this is not a useful route to uh, run down. If the person responds yes, then, oh, there's room there. And then there are subsequent um, scripts that you can use to move the conversation along. So don't make this thing about you and you and all the wonderful stuff um, you have done. So when I reach out to clients, I don't start off with, hey, what's up? Uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm Tavishima. I'm the host of this podcast. I also run this other podcast. I've been published in Bell and Niger and this and this and this. And I've been um, featured in uh, Love Weddings NG. Um, what else? Uh, I've also been interviewed on this and this and this and this and that podcast. I don't start with all that. I don't mention it. In fact, loads of uh, the people that I do business with in the event space find out about all these things um, afterwards. So I don't try and front load all these things because I'm trying to beef up my credibility and make myself look good. If somebody's looking for a wedding photographer or a wedding planner, I, I don't think they might be impressed that, you know, with your podcast and all that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure anyway. So let's try and keep the early focus um, on the client. So anyway, let's move on. I've already done 14 minutes. Uh, let's see, where did I stop in the email? Okay, now would your audience be interested in learning about any of the following topics? And then they put a list, and this is the list that they put. Would your audience be interested in learning about any of the following topics? Photography, videography, strategy, branding, purpose and problem solving, visual storytelling, building relationships, guerrilla marketing, bootstrapping, social media, the meaning of life, human connections, launching a podcast, divorce inferno survivors would any of these be a good fit for your audience now what kind of a question is that remember what i said about the first paragraph question should be pointed uh, and direct but this question is really convoluted and quite frankly they have put everything under the sun here how is that relevant to um how is that relevant uh, to me in this case clearly the title of my show is sales 
for the Nigerian wedding industry podcast. And I look at the whole stuff that they have uh, chucked in here. Divorce, infernal survivors. I don't even know what that means. Launching a podcast. I already have a podcast. The meaning of life. Does that sound like something that is going to be discussed on a sales podcast? Really? These are the things that we should think about when we're reaching out to our potential clients. I mean, we, we throw in all kinds of things. So the... Kemi has reached out to you because she's planning a wedding and, you know, you just throw everything in there. We do wedding photography, uh, video photography. We do um, uh, digital art composition. Uh, we do documentary, whatever. We do news coverage. We do, um, uh, we do documentary work for CSOs. We do this, we do this, we do that, and bang, 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 and all kinds of things. You just throw in, you know, you just throw in 10, 15, 20 stuff, like... You know, Kemi reached out to you or somebody gave you her email address because she's looking for a wedding photographer. So what's all the extra for? So in this case, all this extra, quite frankly, is, you know, it's unnecessary. It doesn't make any sense. And then plus, what I said about questions in the first place, if you're throwing in too many questions, which one am I going to, which question am I going to respond to exactly? Because this whole thing started off with a question which was pointed and I think makes sense. Are you looking for guests? Question mark. They left it like that. There's something I could have answered to. But then this whole email, and there's more, if you don't believe me, there's more that is chock full in here. And um, loads of questions and on and on and on. It's like when people are having actual conversations and uh, let's say you're talking to your wife and then uh, or your husband and you ask one question and then follow up with another and then another and then another. I mean, which one do you want her to um, answer um, exactly? Or do you want him to answer? Especially when we're involved in an argument and we're trying to move the point along. And so we're throwing question after question after question. I mean, which one do you want them to answer? Don't overwhelm people with questions. Just keep it simple. Then they also say here that I've attached A and B's media one sheet so you can get to more know about them. On top of that, feel free to have a look at their website using the links below. They attach the links. Just hit reply. Let me know which topic you'd like to talk about. After that, we can schedule this and that. I'm excited to hear from you, blah, blah, blah. They will throw in actionable tips, this, that, 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 that. On and on and on and on and on. Uh, okay, so I guess the final thing that I'm going to talk about now is... If you notice, um, not only have they not been, uh, they're not clear about the question that they want me to answer, they haven't done any research. So this email is not even targeted to me and my need or my uh, client's need. They've made it all about them. And then on top of that, they also give me homework to do. They want me to go to their website. They want me to look at their media sheet. They want me to reach out and start sh get, uh, scheduling the interview. It's not a good idea when your outreach to people, whether by uh, email or phone or uh, physical visits or whatever, it's not a good idea when your messaging is not only relevant, but then you're giving them uh, homework, uh, uh, homework on top of that um, to do. You have to make things as easy as possible for uh, our, your clients. Don't go putting um, extra uh what's the word extra obstacles between you and the money make things as easy as possible so these people actually expect that with this email campaign i would open it um would read it we'll go and research them and then now start chasing them so that they can be on my own show it's absolute um it's absolute bollocks it's bs you know and that is one of the reasons why People say email doesn't work. It's because you're not doing email right. 
If this is how you're sending emails to promote your business, how in the world do you think it is going to work? Imagine sending a 12-paragraph email to the bride. You don't know anything about her. Just boasting and beating your chest. Uh, unclear about what the next call to action is. I mean, how is this supposed to work if this is how you email your brides and your grooms? Or if you're an architect, if this is how you email your clients. How is this supposed to work? So in my own opinion, what here is 12 paragraphs. Actually, we could have broken down into several emails. Maybe five or six um, emails. The first one, hey there, are you currently looking for guests for Salesforce Nigerian Wedding Industry? Full stop. That should have been email one. And that's what I would recommend if you're in a similar situation. Hey there, I got your email address from Kunle. Are you currently looking for a wedding planner? Hey there, I got your number from uh, Stephen of uh, Woodrow Associates. Uh, um, he told me about the uh, he told me about the uh, the mall project you guys have coming up in Gudu. Are you still looking for architects for the project? Question mark. Leave it at that. Short and simple. So think conversational. Don't think campaign. Don't throw in twelve paragraphs. Take all these twelve ideas or fifteen ideas or twenty ideas that you have. Break them up. Let each one be the subject of a um, separate uh, email. But most of all, do your research before you reach out to people over email. Because all this crap that is not targeted, it just makes people delete, delete, delete. Spam, 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 unsubscribe. And after a while, with the way uh, Google and, um, what's the other one, Yahoo are becoming now, they're becoming quite smart. So they realize that every single time these people, uh, what's her name? Okay, so let's say her name is um, Julian. So they notice that Julian has sent you 10 emails. You didn't open anyone. They just start moving Julian straight to spam. I think Yahoo moves straight to spam, but I think uh, 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 Google moves it to, gosh, I can't remember. There are two other tabs. I think Google has promotions tab and some other tab. So after a while, you just get moved to the other tab and then they don't even see it. So like in this case, I open Julian's first message and I screen grab it just so I can share with you guys. Maybe open the second one because I think it's hilarious and there are lots of errors to share with you guys. But then after email two, Google notices that I didn't respond to three, four, five, and six. And then next thing she moves into spam folder. And then Julian is going to be there in the USA complaining that email doesn't work or that people are not responsive. It's because your email is bad, because your email sucks. So email works as a prospecting tool to look for clients. It works as a sales tool to move the conversation along so long as it is targeted, is relevant, you keep it short and straight to the point, you try and make it conversational, and you're only asking one pointed question at a time when you're looking for, uh, when you're looking for feedback. So that's how you use email. If the client has not paid you and you want them to pay, don't send a 12-paragraph email and then pour everything inside there. It's going to be, hey there, or hello, Kemi, or whatever it is that is uh, relevant. We sent you the invoice uh for payment um we sent you the invoice for payment uh last week we noticed that you haven't paid um are you still interested question mark something like that just keep it nice keep it short keep it sweet not hello there kemi um hello there kemi uh it was nice talking to you after our last meeting we're looking forward to working with you especially since we are abuja's premier wedding planning service and the best in all of west africa uh, as acknowledged by all our awards from twenty from two thousand and seven to twenty twenty three, uh, remember that in order to for us to go ahead with booking your wedding, 
uh, sorry, being your wedding planners, we will have to make payment commitments uh, for the hall, for this photographer, for this person, for that person, uh, because the hall requires a payment date before this, 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 this. The wedding photographer requires a payment before that, 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 that. And this other person and that other person also requires a payment. And then we also need our uh, our booking fee of so, 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 and so uh, percent to be sure that you are fully serious with going ahead uh, with your commitment to have us as your uh, wedding planners. Uh, so please, if you are interested in having us be uh, your wedding planner for your wedding coming up on the 12th of December 2024, please uh, respond by making payments to this account number uh, which you provided earlier. Uh, Kemi LLC Wedding Planner um, Access Sterling Bank Account Number 00234 blah 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 blah. Uh, uh, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. I mean, that was unnecessary. That kind of email is just too long. It's about payment, right? So just get straight to the point. The earlier um, draft that I came up with is much shorter, it's much pointed, and would obviously, I think, would be much more effective. She will open it, she will see in one paragraph, there's a question there, are you guys still in uh, interested? And there's something that she can respond to. She can now hit a quick response if she's on the fly. Yes, I'm still interested. Full stop. Uh, sorry, we're having uh, problems with transfers that we've been expecting. Full stop. Let me call you over the weekend. Full stop. Send. You receive that and like, okay, you know, okay, yeah, we're still, we're still in play. We're still good. There's something here. But with the second draft that I gave, with that whole long email, I mean, like, what is she recording? To, uh, what is she responding to? She will open it. She came through and she's like, eh, I kind of get the gist. And then she'll close the email and then that's it. Are you any closer to getting your money? I don't know. And you won't know because you haven't gotten any feedback. Anyway, I've gone too long. Uh, There's several other email outreaches that I have received that I would like to um, dissect over on the podcast. But luckily for you, it's not going to be tomorrow or any time in the near uh, future. So that will be much, much, much future episodes. But please, by all means, do some research and prospects on the people that you're talking to before you reach out so that your messaging is relevant. And uh, in this case, I'm sure some of you have noticed, these people are asking for guests for the show. And for sure, I'm sure for some of you it has already clicked. If they had done any research at all, if they had listened to one or two episodes if they have done any research, you know, they would have found, I mean, anybody who has skimmed through a couple of episodes, at least play the first 10 seconds of each episode or something, they'll realize that, oh, this guy actually does not take guests for his own podcast. His podcast is solo operated. And if they had done that, they would have known that there is no need to send me this email in the first place. So do your research, learn how to use email. Email works only if you use it right, uh, if you know the rules and um, if you know the principles. So thank you very much for listening to the show. Don't worry, tomorrow's recording, we're going to get back to uh, the usual um, usual time controls. So you're not going to have any 20, 30 minute episodes um, again. Okay, well, except sometime in the future, because I'm going to be interviewed on, uh, what's it called? Evolve West Africa. Uh, I'm going to be interviewed on Evolve West Africa. We're going to have an Instagram live uh, I'm not sure how long that is going to last, and it's targeted at people in the startup community, but I'm going to take the audio from that, just like with the last time I was on Abeg Who Sent Me podcast. I'll just take the audio from them, I'll just rip it and put it over here on the show. So that one is going to be a long uh, episode whenever it comes out. So thanks for listening. 
I'm your host, Tabishima Ayede, Abuja-based sales consultant and event media professional. Thanks for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. And please, for the love of money and for the love of business and for the love of all things sales-related, if you're going to send an email, even if you haven't learned anything else, please keep it short. 12 paragraphs, totally unnecessary.